The Lord gives Moses further instruction on particular matters of justice and holiness, and the twelve tribes of Israel offer twelve days' worth of sacrifices. It's Numbers chapters 5 through 8 and Psalm 31 here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. We're continuing in the book of Numbers today, which has a reputation for putting people off both because of the title and because the first seven chapters or so contain a good bit of repetition. You'll experience some of that today, and if you want to put me on two times speed for that section, I won't judge. This repetition is intentional, however. Just think of it. They didn't have a copy-paste function for papyrus or scrolls, so they would have been required to hand copy everything we're reading today. These handwritten details would have also been read out loud and would have impressed upon the hearer that God had provided generously for the Israelites. Numbers chapters 5 through 8 The Lord instructed Moses, Command the Israelites to send away anyone from the camp who is afflicted with a skin disease, anyone who has a discharge, or anyone who is defiled because of a corpse. Send away both male or female. Send them outside the camp so that they will not defile their camps where I dwell among them. The Israelites did this, sending them outside the camp. The Israelites did as the Lord instructed Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell the Israelites, When a man or woman commits any sin against another, that person acts unfaithfully toward the Lord and is guilty. The person is to confess the sin he has committed. He is to pay full compensation, add a fifth of its value to it, and give it to the individual he has wronged. But if that individual has no relative to receive compensation, the compensation goes to the Lord for the priest, along with the atonement ram by which the priest will make atonement for the guilty person. Every holy contribution the Israelites present to the priest will be his. Each one's holy contribution is his to give. What each one gives to the priest will be his. The Lord spoke to Moses. Speak to the Israelites and tell them, If any man's wife goes astray, is unfaithful to him, and sleeps with another, but it is concealed from her husband and she is undetected, even though she has defiled herself, since there is no witness against her and she wasn't caught in the act, and if a feeling of jealousy comes over the husband and he becomes jealous because of his wife who has defiled herself, Or if a feeling of jealousy comes over him and he becomes jealous of her, though she has not defiled herself. Then the man is to bring his wife to the priest. He is also to bring an offering for her of two quarts of barley flour. He is not to pour oil over it or put frankincense on it because it is a grain offering of jealousy, a grain offering for remembrance to draw attention to guilt. The priest is to bring her forward and have her stand before the Lord. Then the priest is to take holy water in a clay bowl, take some of the dust from the tabernacle floor, and put it in the water. After the priest has the woman stand before the Lord, he is to let down her hair and place in her hands the grain offering for remembrance, which is the grain offering of jealousy. The priest is to hold the bitter water that brings a curse. The priest will require the woman to take an oath, And will say to her, 
if no man has slept with you, if you have not gone astray and become defiled while under your husband's authority, be unaffected by this bitter water that brings a curse. But if you have gone astray while under your husband's authority, if you have defiled yourself and a man other than your husband has slept with you, at this point the priest will make the woman take the oath with the sworn curse, and he is to say to her, May the Lord make you into an object of your people's cursing and swearing when he makes your womb shrivel and your body swell. May this water that brings a curse enter your stomach, causing your belly to swell and your womb to shrivel. And the woman will reply, Amen, Amen. Then the priest is to write these curses on a scroll and wash them off into the bitter water. He will require the woman to drink the bitter water that brings a curse, and it will enter her to cause bitter suffering. The priest is to take the grain offering of jealousy from the woman, present the offering before the Lord, and bring it to the altar. The priest is to take a handful of the grain offering as a memorial portion and burn it on the altar. Afterward, he will require the woman to drink the water. When he makes her drink the water, if she has defiled herself and been unfaithful to her husband, the water that brings a curse will enter her to cause bitter suffering. Her belly will swell and her womb will shrivel. She will become a curse among her people. But if the woman has not defiled herself and is pure, she will be unaffected and will be able to conceive children. This is the law regarding jealousy when a wife goes astray and defiles herself while under her husband's authority. Or when a feeling of jealousy comes over a husband and he becomes jealous of his wife. He is to have the woman stand before the Lord and the priest will carry out all these instructions for her. The husband will be free of guilt, but that woman will bear her iniquity. The Lord instructed Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When a man or woman makes a special vow, a Nazarite vow, to consecrate himself to the Lord, he is to abstain from wine and beer. He must not drink vinegar made from wine or from beer. He must not drink any grape juice or eat fresh grapes or raisins. He is not to eat anything produced by the grapevine from seeds to skin during the period of his consecration. You must not cut his hair throughout the time of his vow of consecration. He may be holy until the time is completed during which he consecrates himself to the Lord. He is to let the hair of his head grow long. He must not go near a dead body during the time he consecrates himself to the Lord. He is not to defile himself for his father or mother or his brother or sister when they die, while the mark of consecration to his God is on his head. He is holy to the Lord during the time of consecration. If someone suddenly dies near him, defiling his consecrated head, he must shave his head on the day of his purification. 
he is to shave it on the seventh day. On the eighth day, he is to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The priest is to offer one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering to make atonement on behalf of the Nazarite, since he incurred guilt because of the corpse. On that day, he is to consecrate his head again. He is to rededicate his time of consecration to the Lord and to bring a year-old male lamb as a guilt offering. But do not count the initial period of consecration because it became defiled. This is the law of the Nazarite. On the day his time of consecration is completed, he is to be brought to the entrance to the tent of meeting. He is to present an offering to the Lord of one unblemished year old male lamb as a burnt offering, one unblemished year old female lamb as a sin offering, one unblemished ram as a fellowship offering, along with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and a basket of unleavened cakes made from fine flour mixed with oil and unleavened wafers coated with oil. The priest is to present these before the Lord and sacrifice the Nazarite's sin offering and burnt offering. He will also offer the ram as a fellowship sacrifice to the Lord, together with the basket of unleavened bread. Then the priest will offer the accompanying grain offering and drink offering. The Nazarite is to shave his consecrated head at the entrance to the tent of meeting, take the hair from his head, and put it on the fire under the fellowship sacrifice. The priest is to take the boiled shoulder from the ram, one unleavened cake from the basket, and one unleavened wafer, and put them into the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved his consecrated head. The priest is to present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. It is a holy portion for the priest, in addition to the breast of the presentation offering and the thigh of the contribution. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. These are the instructions about the Nazarite who vows his offering to the Lord for his consecration, in addition to whatever else he can afford. He must fulfill whatever vow he makes in keeping with the instructions for his consecration. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. You should say to them, May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. In this way, they will pronounce my name over the Israelites, and I will bless them. On the day Moses finished setting up the tabernacle, he anointed and consecrated it and all its furnishings, along with the altar and all its utensils. After he anointed and consecrated these things, the leaders of Israel, the heads of their ancestral families, presented an offering. They were the tribal leaders who supervised the registration. They brought as their offering before the Lord six covered carts and twelve oxen, a cart from every two leaders and an ox from each one, and presented them in front of the tabernacle. The Lord said to Moses, Accept these from them to be used in the work of the tent of meeting, and give this offering to the Levites, to each division according to their service. So Moses took the carts and oxen and gave them to the Levites. He gave the Gershonites two carts and four oxen corresponding to their service, and gave the Merarites four carts and eight oxen corresponding to their service. 
under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron, the priest. But he did not give any to the Kohathites, since their responsibility was service related to the holy objects carried on their shoulders. The leaders also presented the dedication gift for the altar when it was anointed. The leaders presented their offerings in front of the altar. The Lord told Moses, Each day have one leader present his offering for the dedication of the altar. The one who presented his offering on the first day was Nashon, son of Amminadab, from the tribe of Judah. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel. Both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bull weighing four ounces full of incense. One young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering. One male goat for a sin offering and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Nashon, son of Amminadab. On the second day, Nethanel, son of Zur, leader of Issachar, presented an offering. As his offering, he presented one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel. Both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bull weighing four ounces full of incense. One young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering. One male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Nethanel, son of Zur. On the third day, Eliab, son of Helon, leader of the Zebulonites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel. Both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bull weighing four ounces full of incense. One young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering. One male goat for a sin offering. And two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Eliab, son of Helon. On the fourth day, Elizer, son of Sheduer, leader of the Reubenites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds, and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Elizer, son of Sheduer. On the fifth day, Shalumiel, son of Zerushadai, leader of the Simeonites, presented an offering. 
His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense. One young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering. One male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Shalumiel, son of Zerushadai. On the sixth day, Eliasaph, son of Deul, leader of the Gadites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds, and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Eliasaph, son of Deu. On the seventh day, Elishama, son of Amahud, leader of the Ephraimites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Elishama, son of Amahud. On the eighth day, Gamaliel, son of Pedazur, leader of the Manassites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bull weighing four ounces full of incense. One young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering. One male goat for a sin offering. And... Two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Gamaliel, son of Pedazur. On the ninth day, Abaddon, son of Gideoni, leader of the Benjaminites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel. Both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bull weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Abaddon, son of Gideoni. On the tenth day, Ahiezer, son of Amishadai, leader of the Danites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bull weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Ahiezer, son of Amishadai. On the eleventh day, Pagiel, son of Ochran, leader of the Asherites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, 
both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Pagiel son of Ochran. On the twelfth day, Ahira son of Enan, leader of the Naphtalites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Ahira, son of Enan. This was the dedication gift from the leaders of Israel for the altar when it was anointed. Twelve silver dishes, twelve silver basins, and twelve gold bowls. Each silver dish weighed three and a quarter pounds, and each basin was one and three quarter pounds. The total weight of the silver articles was sixty pounds measured by the standard sanctuary shekel. The twelve gold bowls full of incense each weighed four ounces measured by the standard sanctuary shekel. The total weight of the gold bowls was three pounds. All the livestock for the burnt offering totaled twelve bulls, twelve rams, and twelve male lambs a year old with their grain offerings and twelve male goats for the sin offering. All the livestock for the fellowship sacrifice totaled 24 bulls, 60 rams, 60 male goats, and 60 male lambs a year old. This was the dedication gift for the altar after it was anointed. When Moses entered the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from above the mercy seat that was on the ark of the testimony from between the two cherubim. He spoke to him in that way. The Lord spoke to Moses. Speak to Aaron and tell him, When you set up the lamps, the seven lamps are to give light in front of the lampstand. So Aaron did this. He set up its lamps to give light in front of the lampstand, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. This is the way the lampstand was made. It was a hammered work of gold, hammered from its base to its flower petals. The lampstand was made according to the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses, Take the Levites from among the Israelites and ceremonially cleanse them. Do this to them for their purification. Sprinkle them with the purification water. Have them shave their entire bodies and wash their clothes, and so purify themselves. They are to take a young bull and its grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, and you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites before the tent of meeting and assemble the entire Israelite community. 
Then present the Levites before the Lord, and have the Israelites lay their hands on them. Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as a presentation offering from the Israelites, so that they may perform the Lord's work. Next, the Levites are to lay their hands on the heads of the bulls. Sacrifice one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering to the Lord to make atonement for the Israelites. You are to have the Levites stand before Aaron and his sons, and you are to present them before the Lord as a presentation offering. In this way, you are to separate the Levites from the rest of the Israelites, so that the Levites will belong to me. After that, the Levites may come to serve at the tent of meeting, once you have ceremonially cleansed them and presented them as a presentation offering. For they have been exclusively assigned to me from the Israelites." I have taken them for myself, in place of all who come first from the womb, every Israelite firstborn. For every firstborn among the Israelites is mine, both man and animal. I consecrated them to myself on the day I struck down every firstborn in the land of Egypt. But I have taken the Levites, in place of every firstborn among the Israelites. From the Israelites I have given the Levites exclusively to Aaron and his sons to perform the work for the Israelites at the tent of meeting and to make atonement on their behalf, so that no plague will come against the Israelites when they approach the sanctuary. Moses, Aaron, and the entire Israelite community did this to the Levites. The Israelites did everything to them the Lord commanded Moses regarding the Levites. The Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes. Then Aaron presented them before the Lord as a presentation offering. Aaron also made atonement for them to cleanse them ceremonially. After that, the Levites came to do their work at the tent of meeting in the presence of Aaron and his sons. So they did to them as the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites. The Lord spoke to Moses, In regard to the Levites, From twenty-five years old or more, a man enters the service in the work at the tent of meeting. But at fifty years old, he is to retire from his service in the work and no longer serve. He may assist his brothers to fulfill responsibilities at the tent of meeting, but he must not do the work. This is how you are to deal with the Levites regarding their duties. Psalm 31 Lord, I seek refuge in you. Let me never be disgraced. Save me by your righteousness. Listen closely to me. Rescue me quickly. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mountain fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. You lead and guide me for your name's sake. You will free me from the net that is secretly set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord, God of truth. I hate those who are devoted to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your faithful love because you have seen my affliction. You know the troubles of my soul and have not handed me over to the enemy. You have set my feet in a spacious place.
Be gracious to me, Lord, because I am in distress. My eyes are worn out from frustration, my whole being as well. Indeed, my life is consumed with grief and my years with groaning. My strength has failed because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I am ridiculed by all my adversaries and even by my neighbors. I am dreaded by my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street run from me. I am forgotten, gone from memory like a dead person, like broken pottery. I have heard the gossip of many. Terror is on every side. When they conspired against me, they plotted to take my life. But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. The course of my life is in your power. Rescue me from the power of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me by your faithful love. Lord, do not let me be disgraced when I call on you. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them be quiet in Sheol. Let lying lips that arrogantly speak against the righteous in proud contempt be silenced. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you. In the presence of everyone, you have acted for those who take refuge in you. You hide them in the protection of your presence. You conceal them in a shelter from human schemes, from quarrelsome tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his faithful love to me in a city under siege. In my alarm, I said, I am cut off from your sight. But you heard the sound of my pleading when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all his faithful ones. The Lord protects the loyal, but fully repays the arrogant. Be strong and let your heart be courageous. All you who put your hope in the Lord. Some of you may have caught the line in Psalm 31, which we just read, in which the psalmist says, Into your hand I entrust my spirit. These are the words that Jesus spoke on the cross before he died. And so Psalm 31 is often thought to be referenced by Christ on the cross. You can see a lot of parallels there about asking for the Lord to be gracious in his distress, being ridiculed on all sides, being forgotten, being gossiped about, but Christ trusted in his Father. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Pridgen, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night.